Hey, it's me, Sam, driving today on this Wednesday morning. I'm telling you what, we are literally having, here I go, I'm going to get to that. We're having the most beautiful weather over this past week. It makes me almost love Ohio, but <clears throat> nice try because uh, I cannot forget the months and months of, of cold and, and just gross. I live in an old farmhouse, so it, 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 it stays cold in my house for a solid eight months out of the year. I call it the Great Freeze. Most people probably pack up their blankets when the summer comes around or when it starts being a little bit warmer in, in spring. We can't because it's so cold in my house. I mean, pushing through August, I'd say. I, I haven't even turned on the air conditioner one single time yet. At this point, it's still so chilly in the mornings that I've even shut the windows because it was, it was getting to the point where it was too cold. The other morning, well, yeah, yeah, yesterday morning or two mornings ago, woke up and the thermostat said like 61 degrees in the house or something because I had a couple windows open. So... Yeah, haven't even we can't even open windows yet because even though it's it this is what this is what Ohio does. Starts you out at about 45 to 40, 45 to 50 degrees in the morning, so you're cold and you're worried that it might end up being cold, but it's sunny, so you're happy and you know, you're hopeful. And then it pushes 80 by the end of the day. So you're looking at a solid 30 degree jump through the day. I'm not complaining. I love the heat. I'm so glad that it's not cold anymore. Um my son, my oldest son, had a soccer tournament the weekend before it finally started to kick into, green, kick into gear and get warm. And I'm telling you what, I've never been more miserable in my life. It was mid-40s, raining, like the, the kind of rain that's just barely misting. So it's just like knives, just little tiny knives cutting your skin it was raining and it was just windy sideways rain windy cold and you know soccer is so hardcore that unless it thunders or lightnings they're playing through I mean these kids were just soaking wet and actually he's had two tournaments that are um in both of them the weather has been absolutely miserable super cold sideways blowing rain just disgusting terrible so i'm really excited about it finally being warm it's beautiful little puffy cute clouds just nice now here's what's going to happen though you you live in ohio you know what i'm talking about it's it's like this and you think oh my gosh we gonna have nice weather no it's gonna be 98 degrees within a couple of weeks like we go from this is how we do it here we go from snow and in in freezing to full out 100 percent humidity 90 degrees misery and like within the within the week so that's something to look forward to i don't mind it i tell people and i'll say it to anybody i'd rather I'd rather be uh, hot any day than, than cold. I hate being cold. I mean, I still haven't even taken my electric blanket off of my bed. That's how that's how rough it is up in here. I mean, it's just freezing all the time. So, anyway, 
Um, it's kind of nice. Here's the other thing. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. How much longer does it take to get your kids ready when it's cold outside? Holy shit. I'm talking about, like, I've cut out socks completely. None of my kids are wearing socks anymore because it's warm. Thank God. Well, my son is. He does. He's not really, he's not really hip to the, uh, mandals yet. Man sandals. But, uh, yeah, my, my girls, they're wearing sandals. So that cuts out the whole sock step. No hats, no gloves, no heavy coats. They're, it's, it just, it's t-shirts and shorts from here on out. And it is, I can't even explain it to you. It's been like this week. I'm looking around and we're ready to go. And we've got five minutes where we even have to leave. And that's the only explanation is that we're not having to bundle up head to flip and toe because it's freezing cold out. So that's another bonus to it being warm. We're actually getting places on time or maybe even if I dare say a little early, which is not really, um, not really something that I, I do very regularly. So <clears throat> I didn't really, um, I'm driving and this was kind of an impromptu. I'm leaving my first patient. I have about a 40 minute drive. So I thought I'd try to, um, get some things down. I'm sure I have 23 miles on this highway and definitely um, drank too much soda this morning and, and was hoping to stop at a gas station and use their facilities, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So if I have any, uh, if again, if anybody ever listens to this podcast besides my family, um, <clears throat> I'd like to give a shout out to uh, my fellow home health workers who battle daily peeing their pants. And it's, it's just something that unless you work in home health, you wouldn't quite understand it. The thing that you have to know is that there aren't a lot of great bathrooms out in the, in the world, in this world that I live in, this community. Um, there just isn't, there's not, uh, there's not a lot of great options. There's a lot of gas stations that don't even have bathrooms. And then they just look at you crazy. Like, no, no, we don't No, Get out of here. Um, a lot of times in restaurants, the bathrooms are full and you're just like dancing. I mean, I literally paced a Burger King hallway a couple days last week because it was this, I could hear them. There's like 18 kids and a mom in the bathroom just trying to cycle through all of them to go. And I'm waiting, like dying. The doctors will tell you to drink water, which is all good and well until you work at home health. If you work at home health and you suck back a bunch of water all day, guess what? You're screwed. You don't want to go to the bathroom in your patient's houses because, you know, you don't know. Yeah, you just don't. And then you don't have a lot of other options. So, home health workers, I feel you. I feel your pain and uh, I experience the same pain. I've actually been concerned. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't even know if this is a thing, but I've been worried. Like, is my bladder going to burst? I've been worried before because I, it, I feel like it could come to that at some point. But uh, that's more information than you ever wanted to know. So you're welcome for that. Uh, so I don't really have much other. Like I said, I didn't really write out any topics. We're not really going to get into anything too deep today because I'm just not. been in kind of a weird mood. Um you know, if, if you have a, if you have exes or you have a, an ex-husband or an ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, whatever it is, you just know that whenever you interact with that person, 
really any type of interaction, but especially face-to-face, for me at least, it just kind of throws me off. Um, my my daughter's uh, father, my, my second husband, he and I are, like I mentioned before, you know, we're moving towards our final divorce hearings, and he he's, you know, mostly absent, but every once in a while he'll show up to a t-ball game or something, and he was at uh, my daughter's t-ball game yesterday, and the thing with him is that he is, uh, he's not a great person, but he still wants to be married to me, and so um, I have kind of had to to be pretty adamant that, you know, that's not happening, like we're, we're definitely getting divorced, um, so what throws me off is not so much being around him, but the fact that he regularly makes comments about how he's, um, he, he wishes I could be in his life, he's checking me out, he's, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So it's just, you know how it is, like it just kind of puts you in a mood because, um, it's a battle, you know, it's a real battle of the wills. I know, I know 100% that if I were to text him, you know, and say, move home today, he would do it. And not only would it save me a lot of money and hassle with this divorce proceeding, but you know, my daughter would have her, my daughter would have her um, dad in her life full time. And honestly, my son, who has kind of distanced himself and and is, you know, pretty well made a decision that he doesn't want to have a real close relationship with, with my um, soon to be ex-husband, but he, you know, he has, that's the only dad that he's ever known. He still calls him dad, you know, but, um, you know, they'd have him in his life. But the thing is, that's the easy way out. You know, that song, what is that song? Dua Lipa or something about new rules. That's my jam because it's true. If you call your ex, if you interact with your ex, if you, um, choose the easy way out, guess what? they're still the same person. (laughs) So that's what I've had to just remind myself. Like the positives don't outweigh the negatives. And in reality, the positives aren't so positive anyway, because I could say, oh, if he was home, he'd be, you know, he'd be, he'd be with our kids more, but he was home in the past and he didn't, you know, really initiate or stay motivated to be, um, super involved in their lives. So I just have to, you know, just all my, all my, uh, all my women out there who are battling, uh, just an aggressive ex, just stay strong, stay strong, implement your new rules, pure, per, uh, Dua Lipa. I don't even know if that's her name. Dua Lipa? Nua Lipa? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, that song. I got new rules, I got them. And then half the words you can't understand. Da, da, ba, dee, ba, da, ba. What is she saying? I don't know. But the, the message is good. Because if you continue to interact, if you continue to play with the possibility of having them back, chances are, I'm going to go ahead and say 100%, it's going to end up, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Because unless that person has has made a marked change in their behavior away from you, what makes, what makes me, I'm saying this to myself, I don't mean to sound like aggressive, 
what makes you, what makes me think that that man or that partner or that woman is going to be any different with you? Not going to happen. So stay strong, implement your new rules. And uh, I'm saying it to myself too, because it can get, you know, I, I prefer to be alone. That's my preference. Um, I, I like people sometimes. Um, I like to um, talk to people. I like to um, interact with people. But, you know, being alone is, it, like, enjoying being alone is, is not the same as enjoying being lonely. Does that make sense? Like, I like being alone, but I also get lonely. And I think that's something that's like a real, it's a super fine line. Um, I, I want to be alone when I want to be alone. But when I want to talk to somebody, or like, I think the hardest thing that single parents deal with, or at least one of the things that's that's just sad and 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 can be kind of lonely for me, is that my kids are amazing. I mean, they're so cute and so funny and so just just cool. They're just really super cool kids. And there's so many times that I just think I wish that I could. Um, I wish that I could share these memories with somebody because it just almost feels like unfair. Like I'm just the only one. I'm the only one who sees them, you know, the first time that they, you know, take their first steps or that they, uh, you know, that they do. I mean, my parents are around and my brother and sister-in-law, you know, are, inter- you know, involved in their lives and things. So I have family that's involved. But when it comes to like our day-to-day and just the, you know, like my son, he, the baby, <laughs> When he wakes up in the morning, he just automatically opens his eyes first thing in the morning, starts singing and cooing, flipping, most adorable thing in the world, just happy, just right off the bat happy. And he'll kind of just be in there chill, kind of talking and stuff. But then when he gets you in his eyesight, it is, he has the most excited, just adorable reaction to seeing you that I've ever seen out of a baby. He kicks and and flails his arm and smiles and laughs and just carries on and it's like that's an experience that's a memory that you know I wish that there was somebody else that I could share that with so I don't know any other single moms I think you probably know what I'm talking about you know it'd be nice to you don't think about it when you have a spouse like you have these moments with your kids or they say or they do funny things and then you kind of look to your spouse and you laugh and you kind of have a moment together where you're you know, where you're, you're looking at your kids and you're thankful and you think they're awesome together. And like, yeah, we made that and they're, they're awesome. But that's a, that's a hard thing to not have those moments. Um, and it can be lonely to kind of experience, to experience your kid. I know my son <clears throat> has soccer games and a lot of times I'm the only one at him and he's really, you know, done so well. He's made a lot of improvements and to not have to, you know, to not be able to share that with anyone has been, been hard my parents like I mentioned my parents come to a lot of his games so they're they're they've definitely been a part of that but anyway that got serious didn't mean it to but hey like I said sometimes it's what happens you just go with it um what I was gonna mention that I thought of when I was talking about being alone um well two things one the thing that kind of got me, uh, I guess kind of kicked my butt and got me motivated to start making this, um, podcast was I was watching a YouTube channel that I watch sometimes. It's a, a girl who is, uh, 
she's not a model, but she's just a plus, can, like labels herself as plus size and kind of this along the same lines as the makeup tutorials. She goes to um, a bunch of different stores and we'll buy things that are plus size and then we'll you know kind of just talk about them on these videos and we'll and we'll basically say like yeah I walked into this store and was able to find plus size plus size clothing and it fits and this is how it fits and everything and that has been you know super helpful helpful for me too because I think the thing that you know society kind of not society but I just I don't know. I, I was, I never really knew where to shop. Once I got a certain size, I'm like, well, I can't shop at any places in the mall except for Lane Bryant. And I'm sorry. I wish Lane Bryant would hear this. Y'all are a bunch of ripoffs. I changed out of a pair of Lane Bryant pants yesterday that were probably half as old as the New York and Company pants that I had because they were so faded that I was embarrassed to even go out in public in them. <clears throat> Lane Bryant, you suck. Your clothes are overpriced, and it's a, you know what you're doing? You're, you're ripping people off because you know you're the only, like, retail mall, or you think you are. And this is where this girl, you know, this blogger, this YouTuber, has come in and really opened my eyes to where, like, I mean, really every store, whether they carry it in the store or not, has a plus size line. American Eagle, I would never, like, if I were at the mall, which I rarely am, but if I were at the mall, I would never think to go into American Eagle and look for anything that would fit me. But she actually has turned me on to looking on their website because they they do carry a lot of plus size clothing and it's really super cute. She actually talks about how she likes their jeans better than any other retailer. So Forever 21, Rue 21, um, like really all of those types of retailers carry plus size clothing um either you know some in the store but a lot of them online so that's a side note in case you were wondering um but what she said in a in a video once was that you know having her youtube channel and having her vlog channel allows for her to interact with people on her terms you know she responds to emails she responds to messages she shares her life with people and, and maybe it seems kind of cold or kind of, um, you know, kind of shallow, but, you know, for someone who's an introvert, for someone who, um, you know, struggles with big social interactions or even just one-on-one -on -one interactions can kind of sometimes be draining, you know, being able to, to talk and to share details of my life in a way that, um, are like less exhausting, I guess. Um, so anyway, she made, she talked about that and I was like, that is exactly how I feel. That's exactly what I, you know, where I'm at. And so that kind of motivated me to continue to be alone, but also, you know, talk more about my life. And I've said, you know, I've said for years and I've prayed and I, and I've said to God, like, I know God that you've brought me through, you know, these events in my life for a reason and that you've brought me through them, um, so that I can share, my, you know, my stories and my life with other people. And I just never really knew, um, how to go about making that happen. And so I'm hoping that this is a first step, that that's a way that I can start. Um, this is a way that I can start doing that. And I've, I feel like I've already kind of, you know, I've already started doing it. So we're moving forward. We're doing it people. Um, the other thing is <clears throat> as far as, uh, my inclination to be alone, 
something I mentioned back a couple of episodes ago that I had had a job interview with a um, competing home health agency and that um, it was a really, it felt like a really great opportunity. It felt like something that I could really get into um, as far as, <clears throat> you know, when I'm, what I said was that um, I'd have coworkers, I'd have a supervisor, I'd be able to sit down and discuss, um, discuss cases and, and brainstorm and stuff with my coworkers and, you know, all these perks of the position. The only issue that I had was that the income level was, was uh, a little bit lower than what I'm currently making. And so I was trying to make it work. Anyway, jump forward to this week. I, I really didn't think that I was going to be able to make it work based on the income that they had proposed the salary. But, um, but I was still trying to maybe figure it out and, uh, ended up doing a ride along with one of their social workers yesterday for a visit. And oh my goodness. I'm so glad that I did because it just reminded me that the reason that this job is so perfect for me is that I don't, I don't have to interact with coworkers. I know this makes me sound like a total bitch, but I, I'm really not. I just can't with people. Here's an example of what I mean. This other, uh, she's great. She's a single mom social worker like I don't want to dog her but she reminded me of this girl that I used to work with who was and I'm gonna say this and it's gonna maybe sound hateful it's just what she is and I feel like if I were to talk to her like if we were friends you know for like a couple of years I'd be like listen you're you're this like you need to chill out she'd be like yeah you're right I am but uh, you know I met her once so I'm not gonna tell her but she is the one was one of the most type a anal people that I've ever met in my life. She, I've never seen somebody at one point. This is where I knew this is, she made the decision for me about not going to this company because she said to me, and I quote, I used to work for the state department. Now, maybe that just sounds super innocent to you, but when I talk to somebody and they feel the need to like to quantify their knowledge by saying things like I used to work for the state department like that like I give a shit like that matters to me like I care that you used to work like why do people do that so this woman love her heart you know going through it with the same you know, we're on the same team single mom team whatever but my goodness why would she say that to me but what she was doing was telling me that she didn't want to text me the address for where I was meeting her because she was concerned about uh, confidentiality. And what I said was, well, uh, you know, I could text you any address. It doesn't, it's not linked to anything. So I think you'll be okay. I was just real lighthearted. Like, I think it'll be okay. It's not linked to anything. And then her response was, I used to work for the State Department, so I don't play around with confidentiality. I just cannot with people being like that. Why? Like, you, I get it. You're a big deal. The key words, though, are you used to. Like, what happened? You used to. You don't now. So, I don't know. But I can't with people trying to trying to uh, correct me uh, by talking to me that way, I want, I welcome correction. I welcome, um, constructive criticism, but don't, don't say stuff like that. Just, just keep it, keep it in your brain and don't say stuff like that. And so 
yeah, that single phrase, that made the decision for me. Um, I also, you know, I'm not a nurse. I'm a social worker. And so I wasn't totally comfortable with the, um, the level of what I felt like was nursing. I don't know. You know, according to the... Um, According to the supervisor, as far as when you when you designate yourself as a medical social worker, you do have some additional coverage to be able to, to either, you know, advise about medical issues or, you know, do some medical, you know, I'll, and I do that. I mean, I'll ask patients about pain level and things like that, but I'm super cautious with it because I don't ever want to say or do anything that would cause a patient any harm because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, and if I give any type of information or direction, I always preface by saying I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse. So I don't know. I she kind of she 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 uh she made the decision for me, and I'm and it's good. You know, I needed that. I was trying to figure out how to take a big pay cut and trying to make it work, and then I realized, oh my gosh, I don't want to work with other people. I don't want to have somebody saying to me things like I used to work for the state department. <laughs> uh, I don't want that stress in my life. My job that I have right now, I'm trusting God that it's going to uh, pick up and that it's going to, it's going to work out. And I believe that, and I believe that I'm where I'm supposed to be. So, but it was a good experience. It was a good experience for me to get a, a little feel for the workforce and see kind of what's out there and what's going on and and also to be reminded that I have a really really good job because I'll be honest no job that I've interviewed for or that I've talked to has even compared to what I have with the job that I'm at now so for me to leave this job would honestly be a really stupid uh stupid move so I'm not going anywhere I'm staying right where I'm at she works for the she used to work for the state department well done continue carry on I'll be where I'm at so that's going to be an awkward I feel like I've kind of wasted these people's time but I got to call and and let them know that I declined that position because I'm not I'm not doing it but anyway that's a that's an update on that so yeah don't tell people you used to work for the state department because nobody cares nobody cares how big of a deal you are because I don't what does that even mean like, I could say that I used to work for the State Department. I worked for, for Montgomery County Children's Services. Does that mean that I used to... I should go around telling people that. I used to work for the State Department. I don't know. I don't know. I just can't with people who think they're a big, bigger deal than what they actually are. I try to go around and act like I'm the least deal that there is. And I feel like I do it well. I I uh, hold my head low and I, I try to... Um, practice and humility in, 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 a, in a way that's nearly self-deprecation because I feel like I don't ever want to give the impression that I think that I'm anything anything I'm not I'm not doing anything special I'm just living my life like every other person in the world but to go around and and have some type of unwarranted arrogance because you used to have a job that you think is a big deal I'm sorry I'm not I'm just not on board with it so Anyway, I'm going to make this a little bit of a shorter episode today because I'm getting closer. As you can hear my GPS blasting in the background, Carol. I call my GPS Carol because she just, you know, Carol is just aggressive. She's just aggressive. She tells me what to do. My kids, it makes my kids laugh. That's the only reason I do it. But, um, 
And then, uh, oh, I did think of one other thing I wanted to just mention. Schools. Schools. Can we, can we cut, can we just cut completely? Can we just cut completely the, uh, weekly, daily, uh, whatever it is, theme days? Can we cut that? Can we cut the hat days? Can we cut the spirit weeks? Can we cut all of it? I, again, I probably, I, I just sound like this real stick in the mud asshole, like, wanting to get rid of everything fun in my kids lives that's not it I my kids have a ton of fun we have a blast but you know what happens is that these things that are supposed to be fun a lot of times end up just being super stressful because of perfect example Monday was hat day my daughter it's supposed to be um it's teacher appreciation week and let me just tell you I'll do anything for a teacher to appreciate them, to show them that I appreciate them because teachers are amazing. And if you think anything different, you're an idiot. Teachers are amazing. They put up with more shit than anybody in the world does. And I don't care what you think. I, you won't win this argument with me. Teachers are amazing. Um, they work so freaking hard. I couldn't do it. Listen, here's the one thing that they do that I couldn't do. They have flipping meetings about everything. They'll meet about a meeting. They'll have a meeting to plan the next meeting. Uh, it's outrageous how many meetings they have. I think the administration just gets a, like, they're like, unless you have 600 meetings this school year, you're not getting this state funding. So they just, they just meet. They'll just have meetings about meetings. Anyway, I couldn't do that. That's the one thing that, my God, I did my internship in a school and it drove me nuts. And I told the teachers there, oh my gosh, y'all are saints, heroes, all the words. So, yeah, teacher appreciation, I'm 100% on board with that. But when I get back to my original point, Monday was wear a hat that you think your teacher will like day. Okay, so what happens? Of course we don't plan it the night before because if you've been listening, I don't have to explain that. <clears throat> so the next, so the morning of... My daughter is in a full-on meltdown because she can't find the hat that she thinks her teacher will like. Um, thankfully, she's pretty easily distracted and, and we'll, we'll get on board with other options. But that's what I'm talking about. It's like, it's stress for the kids, it's stress for the parents. And it just ends up a lot of times not, even though the, the, the premise of it, I get the premise of it. The premise of it is to be fun. But it just doesn't end up being very fun a lot of times because it's just too much. These kids have too much on their plates. They have got school. They've got extracurricular activities. You know, my kids at least have chores. We have a home life that we're trying to keep up with. I mean, there's just too much on them. And then on top of that to tell them, oh, yeah, by the way, you also have to um, wear your swimsuit under your clothes bring a beach towel, be sure that you put on sunscreen before you come because we're going to be outside and we can't put on sunscreen on them and also bring a snack. I mean, for the love of God, they're only there for six hours. Just teach them and be done with it and then send them home. They have, this is the thing. This is the same thing as the snacks. They have more than enough fun just coming to school. I think we just, you know, it's just, there's so much going on as it is. Why does everything have to be so extra? Just keep it at the minimum. Kids love the minimum. My kids will tell you. 
their favorite days are the Saturdays that we don't have anything going on and we sit in the house and do nothing all day long. We play games maybe, we watch movies, we take naps. They love that. It's the least exciting ever. They have a blast. It's their favorite thing. Um, so that's just my two cents when it comes to spirit weeks and theme days and things like that. I just think we need to cut it back, cut it back, cut it out. I don't know. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a jerk. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just lazy. <laughs> I don't know what, what it is, but anyway, that's the last thing. That's the thing that I was, the thing that was kind of on my mind this morning. It was on my mind this morning because today was take uh, flowers to your teacher day. And so do you think I remembered to stop and get flowers? Or do you think that I remembered to wake up earlier so we could run through the store and get flowers? That's a no and a hard no. Neither one of them. So uh, this morning I'm out cutting flowers out of my yard to take to the teacher. And they were beautiful. And I'm, I would do it again in a heartbeat. But it's just that added, it's just another thing, another thing to keep up with. Um, and I just don't know. I just don't know how worth it it is as far at the end of the day. I hope that the teacher liked it. Of course, my, my daughter's like, <clears throat> my teacher's not even going to be there today. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Give them to somebody. Tell somebody that you're thankful for them. You know, the, the secret from the secretaries to the teacher's aides to the janitor, janitors to the bus drivers, like anybody who touches, touches their feet in a school is a, is a rock star as far as I'm concerned. So just find somebody and give them the flowers and tell them things. But, um, all right. So that's that. Uh, I did it Wednesday done. All right. I'll see y'all the next time. Bye.